Let's do the show, folks. Come, come, come. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Woo! Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. Then we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. Come here, my little friend. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Star Wars Report podcast. I realize out of context, um, Obi-Wan can sound a little creepy. Old, old Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to go full-on Family Guy special with the start of the Star Wars Report this week. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome. It is the Star Wars Report podcast. I'm your host, Riley Blanton. So glad to have you back, as always. Uh, you hear him there chuckling in the background. It's uh, it's Mr. Scott Reifen. Welcome back to the program, sir. It's been too long. Too long, I say. Too long, I, I say. I tell you what, we had a blast at your wedding. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, you know, it was a, it was one <laughs> heck of a time. No, <laughs> I can't tell you how sick I am about that. I really, I mean, we, you and I really have only texted since then. But yeah, um, that's true. Um, you, you know, you're you're like a little brother to me, and aw. I really wanted to be there. Oh, and and. You know, we were playing. We had our hotel reservation. Yeah. We were going to make a weekend of it. We we're going to go hang with you Saturday, and then Sunday morning we we're going to go do uh, Galaxy's Edge. My yeah. son G Man hadn't been there yet, and we thought we'll make it a, a really special thing for him. Yeah. And then. And then the Corona. And then the uh, Corona. Well, I you you were missed. Everybody was missed. It was it was a um, it was a. Uh, it was a sweet day, though. It was, we were able to have like immediate family, and I, I, I know I talked about it briefly on the show here, but it's it's funny how quickly life it returns to a semblance of normalcy in the midst of crisis. Because this is what happens when you get married in the midst of a pandemic: is um, <laughs> you just you go home afterwards, and you just kind of go back <laughs> about your life. So we're already we, we're I feel like we've already yeah entered domestic life uh, together, which of course means lots of Star Wars. There's been a lot. There Good has been a, a lot of Star Wars in in uh, in the household here. Uh, Clone Wars has been back. We've been watching that. We've been um, I don't know watching when uh, you're watching Disney videos, wishing that we were back at the parks. You know, what, things let me like ask that. Ask you something really weird. Yeah, yeah. Because you said yeah, well, being you know domestic life, it means lots of Star Wars. Um, I, I, in the last three weeks, now you know my day job yes. because you've seen me do my day job, mm, yes, and, I have. and I do a talk show, and it's an opinion-based talk show, and so sometimes you hurt people's feelings. This is true because it happens. I, I have a theory that you have actually hurt people's feelings on this very podcast, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I think is it's that happened. right? I think it's happened. No, I don't know. Like during the podcast, I you know I listen. Okay. I I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't be surprised in today's day and age. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings on this podcast, but no. on my other job, yeah, it happens. But here's the weird thing. I have had in the last, I don't know, month, I've had three different adults mm. who've gotten a little butt hurt oh. throw at me as an insult, why don't you go watch Star Wars? <laughs> is it Now, Riley, really? is that an insult? Is it? I don't know. It's like, you know, I don't say to some guy, hey, why don't you go drink another beer? <laughs> Because that's what he enjoys doing. Jeez, I don't know like, what. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I don't know how to. Insult? I don't know how to respond to that because. But it, I find it maybe slightly upsetting that it was used as a as a in a derogatory fashion. 
Why would that be an Star insult? That's my gosh, no. That's 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 my my life. Yeah, and I don't that. I don't <laughs> understand. I mean, it's people enjoy it's the thing we enjoy doing. Yeah. And I wouldn't say to, you know, if if you like racing cars, why don't you go race a car? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Gladly. Yeah. In fact, I think one of them they texted it at me and I was at the time watching a Star Wars. <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, I'm doing it right now. Thank you." <laughs> what is that? I don't that, that you got me, man. I don't I don't know what the deal is. Um but in I especially in today's day and age, I I embrace the embrace the quarantine embrace uh Star Wars cuz that's that's the thing. We have Disney Plus, you got all the movies. Um, it's all right it's, there. It's super easy. Actually, in fact, we have. Speaking of Disney Plus, we got some. Uh, we got some news. We have something to report. Yes, yeah. I have good news. Data brought to us by the Botham spies. We can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. Uh, listen. They're getting ready to uh, celebrate uh, the wars over at Disney Plus. With I don't know if you've ever heard about this day, uh, Scott, but May the Fourth. It's like a whole. Mm. Um, it's a Star Wars thing. Is, is that a thing? Why is that? Uh, some kind is of. That, is that the day when the movie came out for the first time? Speech, uh, the anniversary. Hang on, let me uh, let me Google it. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope, it's not that. No, let me. Uh, no, it's not. Huh? Here, let me, uh, let me look up in my little post-its here. Uh, nope, Mm-mm, that's mm. that's not that day. Nope, it's no? a pun. It's it's the fourth. It's oh, it's a pun. May, may the fourth be with you. Oh, oh, right. It's the fourth, get it? It's like force, but it's the fourth. It's... <clears throat> well, hang on a second, hang on a second, I'm slapping my knee. Uh, thank, all right, okay. there we go. All right, so now we're ready. Uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, uh, coming two months early to Disney+. Plus. That's sort of the headline. They are... Yeah. Uh, they released this like super cool promo of the whole Skywalker saga, which of course I didn't preload. The audio was pretty freaking cool, ah. though. Um, I wonder if I go to twitter.com slash... Star Wars. I think they had it there. Um, but basically, the the Skywalker saga, the much-marketed Skywalker saga, is all on Disney, going to be on Disney Plus May 4th as a big celebration. And that's pretty... And there's uh, more than just that. That's not the only thing that's coming May 4th. No. Uh, the... Um, and I think we already knew the state, or maybe that was part of the announcement, the Mandalorian docuseries debuts. Uh, the first episode yeah. of the Mandalorian one. And... And... The finale of the Clone Wars. Holy cow! Episode twelve. Um, let's let's. You know what? I've got it here. Let's take a quick listen. Okay. It's a crawl of all the titles. All nine films. One place, streaming May fourth. Oh, and then this is the sort of sweet uh, overall trailer. What I liked about this that they released is it intercuts across the whole saga, and it's really the first marketing piece from Disney that I've seen that highlights the prequels just as equally as it does the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. The you seek is not behind you; it is ahead. Force 
Sorry guys, How I got a little. I got, be jazzed by that. I got a little sucked in. You you saw that clip circulating, right? The yeah, the tra- dude. It kind of uh, it puts it it seeing all the pieces put together like that kind of I don't know shines it in a little bit of a new light for me. How about you? No, it's good. No, I totally agree. I love it. It's uh and it and it it gives weight and significance to the prequel to the sequel trilogy, and it gives weight and significance to the prequel trilogy, and both of those are kind of. You know, there's a certain core that that's OT all the way, and um, it it I think it it kind of gives those guys, and I'm you know I'm not an OT all the way guy. I love prequels. I like a lot of the sequels, uh, mm. but it does give you kind of an opportunity to kind of view them all as that one piece that they kind of wanted you to view them as. Yeah, yeah. No, I I do. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, Disney Plus, so Clone Wars. Yes. Uh, to your shame, sir. <laughs> I'm calling you out. No, I know you haven't had it. You haven't. You you were not a big Clone Wars person up to uh, well, now. You're catching uh, up, right? Yeah. Here here's the thing. I'm not a big TV person. Yeah. Because you know my work schedule. You know how much I work. You know I work a lot. And uh, I, I they're just TV shows I don't get a chance to watch. I remember. I mean, not being a Clone Wars fan, I went to the the 2008 movie in the theater. I'm, I'm one of the few that paid money. Um, but <laughs> yeah. and. You know, I, I've watched the first season and I bought every season on Blu-ray. I have everything on Blu-ray that's been out. Um, it's just a matter of getting to it. Mm. And I just have not been able to get to it. There's so much of it. And and you don't understand, like, I, I so want to get it. There are people that I love and respect. There's you. There's Glosson. There's Shaz. And and all of these, all of you guys are just like, this is the best. This is Star. This is pure quintessential Star Wars as it should be. Mm. And I just haven't. Gotten it. I, I don't feel like I've had the time to dedicate to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it is. Well, and that's the thing is that Clone Wars, when it hits all cylinders, it, it truly is the best that Star Wars has ever been. And that's really what I'm sure you've seen it online. And for and for all of you guys who've been eagerly watching along, this most recent arc in the Clone Wars uh, was. A little side detour there in the middle for a bit. But man, well, when they got here to the Siege of Mandalore, especially the yeah. way it intercuts with the uh, events three? yeah with events episode three i love 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 how interconnected it's become to revenge of the sith and it explains both it's ex- in the midst of explaining both darth maul and ahsoka's role during the events of episode three which is right. kind of the immediate question that was begged the second we found about out about those two characters in rebels especially yeah it's like whoa so yeah, I, I'm. I look. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I swear I'm going to do it. I swear. <laughs> um, but it's not. It's not out of any disdain or loathing or anything. Or I wouldn't have got a bought. I mean, there were there were times when those Blu-ray sets came out that I was scraping pennies together to be able to buy the Blu-ray sets back in the day. So, uh, but uh, but I have them all. So yeah. No, it's and that's where maybe uh, and honestly, I recommend um, coming up for May fourth. Uh, I recommend there's some really great blogs. And in, in fact, Disney Plus even has a recommended uh, sequence of episodes to, to watch that really kind of follow Ahsoka and Maul's journey to this point that will kind of bring you current to the these final episodes to kind of, if you want to 
participate with the the communal aspect of everybody uh, mm. watching along. So I re- I do. If you haven't done that, I recommend that Disney Plus has it. I don't know if it's still up. I, I remember though, leading up to the series, they had sort of a curated list, and I know that there's plenty yeah. of websites and blogs that have kind of done a curated list. If you want to um, do that, that's what me and Savannah did. Um, now that Savannah's okay. watching the watching them as they air. Well, you know, um, the company that I work for informed me today that I am way too wealthy. And uh, <laughs> they have decided to give me 10 unpaid days off sometime this year. So um, I am there you go. apparently going to have some free time <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon. So there you go. I will, I will uh, maybe that's what I'll try to focus on doing during those 10 unpaid days off. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, there's this really cool uh, face-off that Ahsoka and Maul have in the most recent episodes. Spoilers if you haven't uh, caught up, but I'm pretty sure most of you guys listening have. Uh, take a quick listen here. Um, they released a pretty cool behind-the-scenes uh, segment on StarWars.com. What is it, Ahsoka? Lady Bo-Katan and I have located the renegade Sith Lord Maul, and if we move swiftly, we believe we can capture him. The Siege of Mandalore is one of the last large battles in the series Clone Wars. It's all about explaining the final climactic battle for Ahsoka and Captain Rex in the Clone Wars and how that time period parallels and crosses over with the film Revenge of the Sith. The fans have been clamoring for it ever since we stopped making Clone Wars. They've been so loyal. I just want to make sure that we could do it to a level that, that they would feel was honoring Clone Wars the right way. And I think we've done some of our best work. I was hoping for Kenobi. Why are you here? As much as the Obi-Wan versus Maul fight was brief, I wanted this fight to be big. It got me thinking, and I've known Ray for a while, why don't we bring Ray in and do some motion capture? He could be Maul, you know, one more time physically fighting. (laughs) And there he is. Ray Park suiting up in the motion capture suit once again uh, for uh, Darth Maul. Mm. And it makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like, I didn't realize it at the time the first time I watched the episode, but you really do send... This is probably the most epic lightsaber fight in Star Wars animation. Uh, easily and you get that but it's there's a sort of grounded in reality element that frankly star wars rebels was especially guilty about really over the top lightsaber combat and movement <clears throat> cough helicopter sabers um <laughs> so that was a thing um but i i really i think that's a good illustration of the level of effort that's being put in these four episodes that when you hear dave filoni talk about these this is the events of revenge of the sith this is literally uh, the elevator door closes and opens. It's, it's just a, a different set of characters and what they're doing, um, which I'm I'm glad because we don't need to see the events of Revenge of the Sith again uh, from an alternative perspective. These are yeah. these are what what else was taking place that we just never knew at the time. Well, there was a whole war going on. So yeah, I mean, it stands to reason there are other big things happening at once. So I think yeah, I think yeah. it's a great idea. The things I've read about it have been stunning. Uh, I can't wait to get to it, uh, but I do. I don't want to jump right in there. 
Yeah, no, no, no. It's fair. You need to you need to do some some catching up. Um, but hey, here's what here's what you can do if you're listening to us. If you're enjoying these episodes, uh, I should have mentioned it right at the top of the show, but I feel like this is a good spot uh, for okay. a little plug. Um, you know, everybody's talking about this this whole May the Fourth thing. It's very overblown. May the Fourth is the new is the Valentine's Day for Star Wars fans. <laughs> it's it's very overhyped, overmarketed. Everybody yeah. does their tie-in. Um, so we're doing counter programming, guys. It's all prequels as we celebrate Revenge of the Sith here at the Star Wars Report. Yes. <laughs> so um, uh, ho- uh, join us uh, on social media at Star Wars Report. Uh, it'll be me, uh, of course, my buddy Aaron Goins from Mouse and Castle. Bruce Gibson's returning. We're going to be recording, and uh, also my lovely wife, Savannah, will be joining us as Excellent. we uh, watch Revenge of the Sith at 8 p.m. We'll be live tweeting as we go, our commentary. Uh, but we'll also be recording a podcast for it as well. So we're going to be... It's uh, Cinco de Mayo slash Revenge of the Sith. We're making some margaritas here at the house. Uh, and I know this is going to be great. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. So forget anything. <laughs> forget anything about May the 4th. We will be um, at 8 p.m. Tuesday, May 5th. Um, and that is when we will be doing it and make sure you join us at Star Wars Report on Twitter, at AV Goins on Twitter, and at Admiral underscore Rex, and at The Riley Guy. We'll be having a grand old time. Uh, and watch along with us uh, as we celebrate Revenge of the Fifth. Um, Is there a hashtag for it? I, I think it's, we just got to go hashtag Revenge of the Fifth, man. That's, okay. that's the way to cool. do it. With the number, though, 5TH. You want to save okay. those characters. Hashtag yeah. Revenge of the, of the Fifth. And that way we can all kind of keep the discussion going. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send some... Um, I'm going to light the beacon. Wait, that's the wrong franchise. But I'm going to light the beacon to some other Star Wars bloggers and podcasters and see who wants to join along. If you would, uh, make sure you uh, join along in the hashtag. Or uh, if you're a podcaster interested in participating and coordinating, you can uh, shoot us an email, starsreport at gmail.com. Hashtag revenge of the fifth also this was not even my idea <laughs> this this idea is courtesy of my wife she's like why don't you because we were talking we were talking about watching revenge of the sith because of the clone wars episodes and she's like well and we, I, I was trying to decide what day to record because we normally record on tuesdays yeah and uh, she's like we'll just record on tuesday make it the revenge of the fifth so there we here we are it's happening This is Tom Kane, the voice of Yoda, I am. And you're listening to the Star Wars Report. Let's do it, Scott. Let's wrap up the show with a little bit of Boba's Bounty. It was a lot to me. As you wish. You guys know it. Each and every week we like to talk about something that we are experiencing or doing or reading or processing, uh, listening to in the world of Star Wars. Um, and you know what, Mr. Rifen, I'll let you uh, kick us off this week. What's your, oh boy, what's your, I, how's your Star wars in going in quarantine? <laughs> well, this is kind of the meat of the show for me right here, because I got a lot to bring to the table. Oh, I'm my. I'm supposed to do like one thing, but this is, I got so much, Riley. Uh, First off, I got to tell you, you, you know my son, G-Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has really gotten into dealing with and interacting with these restorers, these guys who are taking old prints and scanning them and that kind of thing. Um and you know, restoring them and doing mm-hmm. despecializing and all that other stuff. Uh, somebody scanned a 1983 print of Return of the Jedi and cleaned it up, and he got a hold of the file, and we put it on my big screen. You know, Wait, no that, way. You know, the, my theater room, the hundred inch screen. Wait, like a theatrical print? Yeah, yeah. Stop it. No, and we plugged it into the projector, and it was just 
and the funny thing was I was like, well, let's, I'll take a look at it for a few minutes <laughs> and just couldn't tear myself away from it. Yeah. It was so cool to watch it. And it's not, you know, it's not one of those, I'm not a special edition basher. I love special editions with certain qualifications. <laughs> um, but, but just to see it as it looked and, and, you know, part of it is also that, you know, the, the current editions of it are much more color saturated and that kind of thing. Really, they don't look like they did then, and it's, I'm not just talking about the computer enhancements, but the coloring and all of that stuff. Mm. Uh, the you know, color timing is different, and uh, just to see it really as I saw it when I was a kid in the theater was just – it was mind-blowing, and I started just picking up on little details that you don't see anymore because they're kind of the, – the movies are so busy in certain ways and, and, and a little darker in certain ways. Uh, it was just – it was a neat night, and I could not tear myself away from it. It was a lot of fun. Um, that's amazing. I love that. And yeah. like, I only, if I'm honest, I think only in the last year or two has my fandom sort of turned to the archaeology of Star Wars that I never experienced. I know I've talked a lot about it on the shows of seeing some of the um, original filming locations and mm-hmm. some of the um, uh, like Inside Star Wars podcast, digging into uh, the secret history of Star Wars. I've, secret I, history of Star Wars is such a great book. It is like it was my pick um, last two weeks, but it yeah. like it took it, it took me forever to just start it because I. But it was honestly it was this whole social distancing work schedule change where I just suddenly found myself with time to listen to what is a 24-hour audiobook it's, it's, yeah, thesis yeah, of the production of Star Wars. It which, is. It's a day-long audiobook. It really is. You know, I believe in putting stuff out in the universe. So I've, I've been, for the life of me, trying to get a hold of um, Michael Kaminsky, the author, yeah. after I finished it. it. But he's super hard to find. He just, the the website's down, his internet presence down. So he doesn't have a Twitter account or tweet. So, I you know, I've, I've, I've shot him an email and some messages, and I've, I've, I've put out some... Uh, uh, some initial curiosity to try to get him on the show and interview him, but he hasn't been, he hasn't had any presence online in years and hasn't um, really been involved in Star Wars since the That's Disney era. And I, I, it's a shame because his is the greatest work of Star Wars archaeology that exists in print form, frankly. Like yeah. it's the most yeah. thorough account. Um, and it's brilliantly done. And, and, uh, so I, if, if, if you're out there and, and, and know the guy or have any connections, um, uh, I'm just putting it out there in the universe. <laughs> if, if yeah. I'd love to talk to him about the process of writing this book, and I think it helps us understand so much more about George Lucas, the man. I know for me as a fan, I feel like me more so than someone like you, Scott, who grew up watching those documentaries, um, you know, in the 80s yeah. uh, and, and in that era. It just It's this whole well, sort of universe of creativity that I've just never appreciated in its early blossoming stages i only knew the expansive universe of star wars yeah but i mean even 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 having been seasoned and watched the documentaries and everything really just watching it uh unfold in that in that audiobook as Mm. it comes together and the drafts and the story concepts and the rejected ideas uh i i I gained a lot out of it you know there's a a lot that i learned uh, particularly about george's early i'll tell you it's funny because that book really turned my tied on when the force awakens title was announced i went well that's a dumb title i don't like that that's not george lucas at all and then when i you know when i when i listened to that audiobook i realized because they start talking about george george is talking about the force being you know aware and waking and all of that i mean it literally was his notes and i went okay all right i'm on board yeah no absolutely Uh, that was a thing but so so i i say all that to say um I know what I'm doing the next time I visit your house is that we're watching that <laughs> that print of Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, um, no, no, you got to. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. 
Uh, but you said that's not uh, your only thing. No, I've got so much. First off, did you see what Walmart did last week? Um, well, they've really expanded their um, grocery uh, ordering app service. Have you used the, the the new Walmart app for like your for grocery delivery? It's amazing. Everything's like bagged up. It comes straight out to your car. Uh, listen, this and, is not and an they ad. Have toilet paper now. Well, yeah, exactly. But I'm guessing that's not what you're talking about. <laughs> that's the that only. Is not. That that's is the not. only Walmart uh, experience I've had. <laughs> Well, you know those arcade one-up machines. You remember the arcade one-up Star Wars arcade machines that came out? I know of it. I'm familiar. You know what the arcade one-up machines are, right? I think I've seen them in Walmart. Maybe. Yeah, they're like little. They're like little three-quarter scale reproductions of of the old arcade games. Now I know what you're and talking you, about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can buy a little one-foot riser. And last year they put out uh, supposed to be a Walmart and GameStop exclusive, which was a Star Wars version. Um, that was the Star Wars game, which I love, and the Empire game, which I love, and the Jedi game, which I, which I didn't get to play a lot of, but that I mean that just happened. Um, but uh, it was it was all three of those, and of course for Christmas I wanted it very badly. Uh, but the list price was four ninety nine, and Walmart was selling it for four forty nine, and nobody thought I was worth that. So we uh, <laughs> uh, didn't get it for Christmas, and I'm watching it, and uh, my buddy Ryan of Dinner for Geeks fame calls me up one day and he says you know walmart is blowing out those star wars machines oh really and i said well what do you mean yeah and i said what do you mean blowing them out and he said they're blowing them out how much because you know 450 i'm thinking well maybe 225 no 50 dollars whoa 50 hmm and so I go on this big mad quest of all the, the go through the website of all the walmarts in the area i found a lot of pac-mans for 50 bucks yeah, because they were blowing that machine out too for some reason, but uh, nobody in my area had Walmart. But uh, all around, all around the country, different areas on Facebook, people were reporting picking up these Star Wars machines for fifty bucks, dude. So uh, if you want one of those and they're not all gone yet, check your local Walmart and just just to see, yeah, they may have it. That is a that is a quest for us here in uh, South Carolina. Our our Walmart yes. is terrifying. Not gonna lie, <laughs> but but I just might darken the doorway and find my way inside just to see if it's there. They tend to be terrifying, um, and you can look up the stock on online for each individual store. And of course, you can you can't buy them on the website. You have to go into the store to buy it. Uh, what I have found in my local store is what the online stock says versus what they tell you in the store two different things mm, uh yeah for example they said they had two of those pac-man games at 50 bucks and i thought well i can't get star wars maybe i'll just get the pac-man game and i went down there oh we don't have any pac-man games i'm mm. like but the the <laughs> website says you have two. Oh, let me check in the back and she's like oh all we have in the back is a teenage mutant ninja turtles game like, but the website says you don't have any turtles <laughs> so um but while I was down at Walmart, I did get my one true genuine Boba's Bounty. This will be my actual Boba's Bounty, which is I got five of the six new retro figures for Empire Strikes Back. Uh, oh. Boba Fett had been picked clean, but the others were there. Okay. What? So, uh, again, not the action figure guy, but I've seen people posting about these. What, what is this line exactly? So this is like a new Hasbro 40th anniversary deal thing? Yeah, they start well. They started it last year. They did a Star Wars, and they reproduced six of the original twelve figures on original card backs. The original, they're they're a tiny bit smaller because I think they cast molds from the actual figures, hmm. uh, and re-released them basically. And they look weathered because, of course, they're supposed to be old. Um, and they did six of them, and they did a Grand Moff Tarkin, which they had never done before, so he was a new figure. 
Um, and then this time around, they're doing six Empire figures from the first wave of Empire figures, and they've got Solo and Hoth gear, uh, Luke, Luke and Bespin, Yoda, uh, Lando, who, by the way, Lando was the very first Empire Strikes Back figure I ever bought mm, uh, okay. when I was a kid in 1979. And uh, Leia in Hoth gear, and then the Boba Fett is part of that line, but Boba Fett was not in the store. So I got five of the six, and there's going to be another exclusive, which I think is a Luke in kind of his Hoth pilot gear. Oh, yep. And, no, I'm, uh, I'm looking so at it right a, now. Yeah, that'll be an unreleased vintage style figure. Uh, and I love these things because they really are, they're what I bought on the shelves as a kid, more or less. And uh, so it brings back a lot uh, for an old guy like me. Nice. I, I pulled up a, a little link there. I'm, I'm looking at them right now. I do like the, the kind of weathered white cardboard creases. Yeah. yeah. Are... <laughs> Pre, pre-aged. It can't be mint on mint card because all the cards are not mint by default. With the retro sticker. It's it's really funny. To, like I'm not a collecting guy. but it, it's I'm not a collecting guy. Especially in terms of figures, but man, when I see these, and then I see people say that, like, no, action figures aren't for collectors, and then I see this is what they're marketing (laughs) with a giant retro sticker and like the pre-faded, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it is 100% nostalgia-driven, 100%. Oh, oh, I got one more thing this week. I totally forgot. Totally forgot. You know my buddy Ryan, right? You know him. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay, we were talking about him earlier. Yeah, Um, he is a customizer. He oh. makes action figures, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And, and he's made them over the years for a lot of people, including Steve Sansweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, he's made a lot of them on commission for for Sansweet. He's that good. Um, and this week, he made three and three quarter scale, the child. Oh, and I got one of those. I saw the picture, sir. Oh my! On goodness. the old Facebook. How good was that, dude? <laughs> It was like uh, it's amazing. Uh, you need to. I know you posted on Facebook. Did you post yeah. it on Twitter? Uh, I think I put it on Twitter. If not, I will. Yeah, put it on Twitter. It's at Rifen, and we'll yeah. uh, we'll retweet it too. But if you want to see, I saw this picture, and it's a, it's adorable, is what it is. Oh, it's a, he did a fantastic job. Oh, and he, look and at he this. Made several of them. You did. You did post it on Twitter, and I just retweeted it. So there we go. Excellent. There we go. So you can find it at Rifen. Um. Dude, that's awesome. I oh, yeah, it. he did. There it is. It just popped up. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, look at that. I love that thing. And and here's the funny thing. He gave it to me in a very socially distanced way. Yeah? In keeping with the era. He Yeah, he told me it was ready. I drove over to his house. I told him I was there. I let the window down. He came out, and it's so tiny, he balled it up in a piece of paper and threw it at me. Mm. So <laughs> I got my baby Yoda, but we never touched. So nice. we're safe. I love it. I love it. Scott does yeah, um awesome. Scott does journey to Tatooine ring any bells to you? Tatooine? Tatooine. Oh. The Archaeology of a Far Away Galaxy by David West Reynolds. Oh, wow. This is David West Reynolds is back? I wish. No. <laughs> but this is my oh. Boba's bounty is that I have I was uh, I don't even remember what I was doing or poking around, but I stumbled across the old t- Kickstarter, and I remember hearing him on the Rebel Force radio podcast a couple years ago when he was first pitching this. But basically, this is my Boba's bounty, which is sad because I haven't actually seen it yet. But I discovered it, and <laughs> I'm, I'm I think I'm going to order it. He has it still on his website, but um, it's a documentary 
that archaeologist and professor, it sounds like Indiana Jones, I know, um, David yeah. West Reynolds, um, he's, he was the author of some guidebooks and stuff for Lucasfilm back in the day, too. Yeah, he was the, origi- he was the original DK Visual Guides author, yeah. Yeah, so he, um, he got that gig, be- he, he got connected to Lucasfilm because back in the 90s, as an, ar- as an archaeology student, he found himself in Tunisia uh, on a student project looking through old Roman Empire ruins and remains but because he was happened to be a star wars fan he uh wanted to find some of the locations only to discover there was no record of them he actually called up lucasfilm because uh which is a thing you could do back in the 90s and be like hey yeah. do you guys have any with- call lucasfilm um but there was a thing he did and and he, they weren't there so over the course of half a dozen or so trips throughout the 90s he made it his way using his skills as an archaeologist and, and what records he could have of like hotels and uh, certain filming places that were known to piece together all of the original trilogy filming locations in Tunisia, which had just never been done before. He was the first to do it. So that's how he, he got connected to Lucasfilm because it turned out he was then hired as a location scout and guide when they went back to film the prequels. Um, I mean, it makes sense because Lucasfilm oh, wow. didn't have the, they, they didn't keep coordinates or any records. They didn't expect to yeah. go, ever go back. So uh, the, the reason I know all this story yeah, is not personally. from the documentary. I haven't had a chance to see the documentary, but his appearance on Rebel Force Radio, I remind, I'd remember that I listened to it. So I went back and re-listened to it. It's just an incredible story of this guy's journey to discovering the the archaeology of the original Star Wars film and I I am going to order a copy of this documentary. He's literally shot footage on like a you know mini VHS camera uh, and and put together this uh, documentary. So I know this was this was a Kickstarter. Did you did this cross your desk so to speak back when this uh, in 2017 uh, came out? Do you remember oh, this? Boy. It's 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 vaguely familiar, but I this vaguely familiar. Sorry, that was my concept. <laughs> um, I, it's vaguely familiar, but uh, I don't I don't really remember getting into it. But it it I wish now that I had because it sounds amazing. I know I and and I've never heard any follow up and and I I found like um a DVD review on YouTube, but it seemed like it was a really limited run. Um. And, and again, I'm also going to try to get him on the show if I can and, and get a copy of this DVD if I can, um, because this deserves, this deserves a lot more, I think, attention from the Star Wars community than just the, the limited DVD and Kickstarter. I would love to hear his story on the podcast here. And I mean, this, this should be uh, on Amazon or YouTube or Netflix or something. Like the, 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 I really hope that this story... Uh, expands beyond the realm of just just the DVD and the the Kickstarter because I just I'd heard about it when it happened and forgot about it until recently. So if you are if if you're listening to this and have seen the documentary and were a backer, shoot me an email starsreport at gmail dot com, um, and I'm gonna also see if I can uh, uh, go to the website. He still has an order button, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and order uh, DVD. See if I can uh, get a hold of him him and get a hold of this documentary and uh, explore it from there. Because I mean, as I mentioned not too long ago, I this makes me my my you know little trip to the redwoods and now death death valley last year yeah. uh i want to at some point in my lifetime bucket list i want to go to the locations in uh, tunisia 
maybe when uh, maybe careful. when global stability be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> when, when either global stability increases significantly or I can afford my own personal like bodyguards I'll have to do yeah. one of those two things maybe you can just fly a drone up close to some of the stuff and take pictures dude can you imagine can you imagine like yeah if it's it'll take a little yeah. uh, my mavic pro out there and get some like sweet drone footage yeah. of these locations that have, it's probably never been done before i would love to do that um you know probably won't happen oh, yeah. for some time but uh that's my boba's bounty check it out you can go journey to tatooine it's spelled the tunisian way so t-a-t-a-o-u-i-n-e um journey to tatooine uh is the name of the documentary and there's the website for it uh and hopefully we'll get a hold of uh get a hold of him uh, as well this is just me like <laughs> openly soliciting guests for the show on the podcast this week that's this is hey, that's okay basically that's okay let's do it <laughs> uh but on that note i think it's going to wrap up another episode of the star wars report hey guys thanks for listening tell the people where they can find you Mm-hmm. Uh, the Twitters and at my Star Wars story, which, by the way, I'm recording another episode this week. Oh, nice. Uh, been a little while since I've recorded one, but uh, just uh, time doesn't permit much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found someone who was interested in being a guest that I really wanted to have as a guest for a while. And so Ooh. I'm going to add, huh? So you're going to record? Uh, give us a hint. Come on, a little hint. In fact, maybe even this week. Well, definitely this week, either tomorrow or Thursday, probably Thursday. Uh, do, uh, you want that? You want to know who? I do. Can, can we a little, little Star Wars report exclusive, maybe? Yeah, sure. Okay. I like um, it. You know, we talked about David West Reynolds earlier. Mm-hmm. And what did I say that he did? Uh, the guidebooks. He wrote the books for Visual DK Guide? for a mm-hmm. while there early on. Yep, yep. Uh, this is another DK author. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Who I think is a tremendously great person. Mm-hmm. And who is now apparently half of the man he used to be (laughs) yep i definitely know who you're talking about lost 175 pounds yep talking about uh, a guy who i saw on stage during the video feed at celebration europe and went why is steve glosson in europe (laughs) and it turned out it was adam bray yeah so I started calling him my favorite Steve Glosson cosplayer. Well, now he's more like a Shaz Bazaar cosplayer. <laughs> yeah, dude, super nice guy. I one of the all right little side story. Adam Adam Bray. I will never forget just being going to like some little Star Wars um, community uh, meetup and uh, just like hanging out at New York Comic Con, hanging out there. I didn't really know that many people and the people I did know were talking to like more important people. You know how these social situations <laughs> yes, go. I and I just wanted to hang out there and, and talk to Star Wars friends. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but Adam was just hanging out in the corner just enjoying himself and he saw me and he's like, hey Riley, how's it going? And just like reached, reached out to have a really nice conversation and that's literally just hung out and talked there for like almost an hour um, hanging out there on the, the deck of this outdoor uh, bar patio in the streets of New York City. Um, wow! Yeah, you know, convention. Was that the twenty-seven cheating trip? Uh, I think it was. I think it okay. was. Um, so that was either before or after you and I hung out randomly. I in think New York City. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Listen, hey, remember like hanging out in populated areas? That those are times, yeah, man. Those were. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, my Star Wars story. You can uh, find them it's at, on yeah. on uh, Twitter, of course. At of course, at Rife, and we mentioned follow Scott. 
Um, and then, hey, you can follow Star Wars Report. It's at Star Wars Report uh, on Twitter, StarWarsReport.com, where you can get to the show notes, everything we've talked about today. I can be found at the Riley Guy, R-I-L-E-Y. Um, we got the wedding pictures, so those are going up. Not Star Wars necessarily, although there is a Star Wars, pretty significant Star Wars Easter egg on the groom's cake. So I'll be posting pictures of that. That'll be fun. Um, but that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Report podcast, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, and until next time, may the force be with you. And remember, many Bothans died to bring you this podcast. That's a show. Very nice. Very nice. Doctor?